beauty. She's at Hay. His name is Swifty. Oh, he's my lead bird. He's always on top of the perch. You know, if another bump tries to come along and take his place, he really lets him have it. Even pigeons aren't peaceful. Well, you know, one thing about them, though, they're very faithful. They get married just like people. Better. And they stay that way till one of them dies. Christian Carguy Radio Show. I say this calls for action, and now. It's room worth one good man's life. We believed it once. Make us believe it again. He was a soldier of Rome. Honor him. Who will help me carry him? Today's Christian Carguy show, a tribute to Vincent Menino, or as we knew him, Vinny. Uh, Vinny actually went to be the Lord yesterday morning at 640, and as is our practice on the Christian. Christian Carguy show, we we love to honor yeah. those to whom honor is due. And I have in the studio with me my good friend Sam, who was co-host on Masculine Journey with Vinny many times, and, and yeah. his son Eli. So, how fun. And it's going to be fun. I'm, I'm going to get through this. <laughs> so, if you're listening closely to the opening, which I hope you always do, because it'll give you some clues to where we're going today, Vinny... Um, which you may know him as Guido Gasket in a Christian car guy theater, um, was a good, good friend of mine. Clear back from like 1998, I first met Vinny. But his favorite, one of his favorite movies was clearly The Godfather, but the other favorite movie was On the Waterfront, both movies with, with Marlon Brando. And Vinny loved pigeons. He, he, he mm-hmm. raised pigeons. He flew pigeons. He did all that stuff. So that pigeon scene, with Marlon Brando, if you can picture the whole thing, because Vinny himself claimed to be part of, you know, the mafia, and he was from New York, and he had that um, accent, and and you could hear that, you know, it, Guido Gasket, he was typecast, right, Sam? Oh, absolutely. He uh, he hit that right on the head. <laughs> but he was a faithful friend. And he had some phenomenal wisdom that we get to share today as we, you know, had him on the air with, with some sound bites that I think are just going to blow your mind. But just to get us going, to get a little bit of Vinny, in 2014, I, it was the first time I put Vinny on the radio, I came up with this idea to do a way to respect your mother for Mother's Day. And so, I, of course, naturally typecasting Vinny, it, he was the perfect voice for respecting your mother. Yo, you're talking to your mother. Show a little respect, will you? You only got one mother. Take care of her. Appreciate her. Show a little respect. Take care of her. 
<laughs> now, actually, for those of us who knew Vinny well, he was the guard father because he, he had worked in a prison for a number of years. And they, they had nicknamed him the guard father, which was, you know, absolutely wonderful. So, again, if one of the things we're hoping is a lot of you listening are friends of Vinny, know Vinny, you know, all these things. Our lines are open. If you've got a Vinny story, this is the time to call in and share because, as you might imagine, in the current climate, they really can't have a funeral. So this is a time for his family, people that are listening, to call in and share that Vinny because this is this is going to be cool. I, the man lived from his heart, like, didn't he, Sam? Yeah, that would be an understatement. <laughs> he, uh, you never knew what Vinny was going to say, which is really cool, but it always had some great wisdom to it. Yeah, yeah. So moving along... It wasn't long, like this was in 2014 and 2016, um, he became Guido Gasket in a Christian Car Guy Theater, and this was Vinny's debut. <laughs> Once again, typecast as Guido Gasket. This was Guido Gasket's cue. Yo, put a lid on it, Greasewolf. You mugs don't know a capo when you see one. They'll be taking you out in a wooden kimono. Shut your trap. <laughs> So he played he played the part well, but I I wanted to to play what this was a little of Vinny's actual wisdom. Okay, so this is Masculine Journey 2016, and, and for those of us who knew Vinny well, it's kind of great to hear the old Vinny voice before he got so sick. Now, Vinny, I want to ask you a question, if that's all right, if I could, sir. Sure, go ahead. Okay, um, have you ever had something? that you didn't know was going to make you feel like you come alive, like a passion that surprised you, that you learned, to, hey, I do enjoy this a lot. Yeah, believe it or not, I was chosen around in 1996 to take care of the nursery in the church because everybody was calling me grandpa. You know, I was old in 1996. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, really old. So I, I had to take care of the kids. Somehow they went out and they told uh, the priest, I'm a Catholic. I'm sorry, but that's it. <laughs> no, I'm not sorry. If that's what You're I unapologetically Catholic. Right. Yeah. Okay. And uh, <laughs> they told him that they had so much fun with Grandpa. And he came and talked to me. He wanted me to teach catechism <coughs> to young kids. I said, are you crazy? <laughs> are you nuts? You know, the same thing when Sister Carmelita came and built a church. So I've heard that term a number of times. But it became, in my heart, he says, teach the kids. I says, Father, I don't know the Bible inside and out. He says, just read it to them. And you listen to yourself. I says, yeah, that sounds okay. Well, it became a passion. I was teaching the young kids in church for catechism, you know to make their first communion and I enjoyed it so much that you know the week could not go by fast enough before I had I never forget it was 14 kids grandpa 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 you know what I mean mm -hmm. I was grandpa so yeah that became a passion and I'm still doing it but only though I'm doing it with grown men now <laughs> and uh, and teenagers yeah. but that has become a great passion of mine to be a, a listener mm -hmm. that's what you need and then prayer 
So Caleb is in the studio with us, and the first time you met Vinny, what were you about? I I think I was 16 years old, 16 or 17, somewhere along there. And he was grandpa, wasn't he? He was grandpa. Um, I actually lost one of my grandfathers pretty early. Um, and so Vinny really stepped in that role for me and just provided that that sage for me and, and just shared his life experiences and his wisdom with me. And, you know, that's something that I, I was always grateful for. I always... When Vinny was talking, you would listen. That was one thing that was for sure. <laughs> That's for sure, Sam. And the, the, the thing about that soundbite was what he said. I'd forgotten it. Yeah, I, I had no memory of that. You know, I mean, there were so many times that you would ask Vinny something and you never knew what he was going to respond. <laughs> you could even talk about it before the show. And it did mean that's how he would respond when the show came on. But it was always amazing what uh, God would lay in his heart and what he would share and uh, how it would, it would move us. And for me, what I'd forgotten, you know, because unfortunately when you walk with somebody, you know, there's different seasons, and Vinny was in a different season the last few years for us. Yeah. But he used to listen really, really, really well. He When he said, what you need is a listener. And, you know, we would meet after a masculine journey, you know, the, the band of brothers would meet, and as brothers, we would sit in there, and Vinny often would say nothing until, like you said, Caleb, <laughs> he, he had something to say, and then it was listen up, and, and, and he would say it with tremendous authority. Yeah, I didn't even know if he was paying attention a lot of times. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, he would just chime in, and it's like, oh, here we go. Yeah, yeah, it was a, it was a unique thing. Well, I met Vinny in, around 1998, uh, he came into the dealership there at Westside. You know, we were a Chrysler dealer. And the reason that he came in, because he was trying to get a van for a young girl that needed an operation that, that um, he'd found out about. And so he was trying to get me to donate a van to get this girl up to Pennsylvania for an operation, which I helped him out. And then he, he figured out, well, I got a soft heart over here. So he, <laughs> he kept coming back for more. So we got a lot more celebration of Vinny's life. A tribute to Vinny coming up. Your phone calls, 866-348-7884. And now the end is near. And so I face the final curtain. My friend, I'll say it clear, I'll state my case, of which I'm certain, I've lived a tribute a to Vincent school. Menino today on the Christian Car Guy Show. We know him as Vinny. He went to be with the Lord yesterday. How exciting for him. And based on the suffering that we know he was experiencing, yeah. Sam... Um, we're really glad that 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 he's with Jesus because you know he he'd had a tough 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 couple years for sure. Yeah, he did, and, and you know that that song shouldn't have caught me by surprise, you know, but it did. I heard it so many times with Vinny, you know, but now it just means something a lot different. You know, it's it's it was tough to kind of hear. Yeah, a, a good friend of ours, you know, promised him that they would play yeah. that song at his funeral, so. We have the opportunity to, to share like that. And, and, you know, one of the stories I 
and, and I'm, we're welcoming calls to come in, people that have their own stories. In fact, we got Darren's going to be on with us here in a second. 866-348-7884. And yes, you're listening to the Christian Car Guy Show. And we are going to talk about some car stuff, Jesus, labor, love. It's coming up, so stay tuned. But one of those stories I'll never, ever forget about Vinny and, and, and something that was just uniquely Vinny, which really got in my heart and can never leave. And you were there that night, Sam. We were arguing because Vinny and I would argue quite often. I mean, we were close friends, we were intimate friends, and we sometimes had some rather heated discussions, especially yeah. on the subject of theology. But it was good, because Vinny knew I loved him, and Vinny loved me, and whatever you know happened, happened. But this particular day, I was trying to get him to see my side of something. I couldn't tell you what it was. And so I asked him a very pointed question. I said, Vinny, who is the closest person to God you know? <laughs> Fully expecting him to talk about his pastor, Jerry Webb, over at the Methodist Church, because he'd become a Catholic at this point. He was part Catholic, part Methodist. So I called him the Catholic. And I expected him to say Jerry Webb, but what he said I'll never forget, and it's better than the Sunday school answer, he said it's me. <laughs> <laughs> he did, I remember that. And I, I've never forgotten that, that what a great answer. I mean, and, and Vinny spent hours and hours and hours and hours in prayer. Mm -hmm. and, and so, you know, what a cool thing that when you're asked point blank, black, point blank, who's the closest person to God you know? Vinny said me. We got Darren Kuhn, also one of the hosts of the Christian, of the Masculine Journey radio show. Darren has been under the knife, I guess, for lack yeah. of a better <laughs> yeah. So it's so awesome to have you with us today, times. Darren. Yeah, well, I'm happy to be there in spirit and in voice today and just uh, loving the way you guys are honoring um, our fellow warrior and Vinny. Um, I'm doing okay, not a big deal, just, you know, got to heal up. But um, Vinny, the thing that reminds me of Vinny the most or the, the – the thing that I love about Vinny the most, let me say that, is that Vinny could not be put in a box. <laughs> he, you know, he was Catholic, but he wasn't Catholic. He was Methodist, but he wasn't Methodist. He was, you know, a, a Christian, but he was also Vinny. He was, uh, um, you know, a, a kid that grew up with, you know, we were told he grew up with John Gotti. That you know that his dad was, you know, a, a part of uh, the mafia in a really, really ugly, ugly time of the mafia, and that that was the expectation for Vinny. And Vinny, you know, escaped that um, by going to the military. Um, and then I remember he never really talked about his military um, experience too much. And then one night. Um, you know, with a super heavy heart, he he was literally in tears, and he, he looked at us and he said, guys, you don't know. You don't know the things I've seen. And I thought he was talking about the mafia type of days, and he wasn't. He was talking about the Korean War, and he, with tears in his eyes, talked about how hard it was to be there, seeing how 
you know, communist China was literally putting eight and nine year old boys on the front lines um, in Korea and forcing those boys to charge the lines or be shot in the back. And Vinny, as an 18 year old, 19 year old young man, you know, has to decide, am I going to get shot by one of these eight-year-old boys or am I going to do my duty and, you know, protect the guys next to me? And he began to share, you know, how his heart really wrestled with that for, for decades, literally decades, because, you know, I remember Vinny struggled with, um, with the idea of grace for a while. And really, you know, just kept thinking, you know, I, I don't, I don't know if I've been, if I've done enough good things, I want to do enough good things. I don't know if I've done enough good things to, to make up for, you know, having been in the Korean war for having been involved in some of the things I was involved in as a younger man. And of course we all, you know, told him, yes, you, you, you haven't, but that's the good news is, is you know, God has, Jesus has, and I, I love what you just said about him, you know, that he was the closest guy to Jesus that he knew, and and that was, he was so deep, I mean, he was just so much deeper than you got on the surface. I loved the one-on-one times that I had with him. I used to meet him for breakfast periodically, and and just loved that, and uh, uh, miss him. Yeah. Yeah, we do. And thank you for calling in, Darren. God bless you. That's awesome. I appreciate it. And thank we you do guys. want you to heal up. He's he really has had some pretty serious surgery and and, and he's been healing, you know, in a tough hospital situation right now, you know. So mm-hmm. it's it's one of those things. Well it, you know, Caleb, he was there. Oh, go ahead, Sam. The only the only box I think you could put Vinny in was when you were his, was his friend. You were his friend, Mm -hmm. and that was not going to (laughs) change. That's right. We get back. We got Misty calling in. We've got, oh, some more clips of Guido Gasket and him on the masculine journey. They're unforgettable stuff. So you don't want to miss more of a tribute to Vinny Menino today on the Christian Car Guy Show. I've lived. A life that's full I traveled each and every highway And more, much more than this I did it my way We are... Wow, I came in good and strong there. (laughs) We can hear you loud and clear. Yes, we can. I we are doing a tribute to Vincent Vinnie Menino. He was born actually November nineteenth of nineteen thirty three, and um, passed away just yesterday at six forty in the morning. I got the text from uh, Paul, his grandson, that really was his grandpa. Yeah. <laughs> but we on the Christian Car Guy Show will always remember him as Guido Gasket. And so, from my perspective, you know, we did one. Christian Car Guy episode, Christian Car Guy Theater episode that was actually an entire show. It was called A Christmas Corolla. It was all done to, you know, Charles Dickens A Christmas Carol, but it was a Christmas Corolla. And Vinny played the part of the ghost of Christmas Future, which he had showed up in a DeLorean. And so, you know, to me, 
he delivered these lines as only Guido Gasket could. And, and from my perspective, this will always be Guido's finest hour right here. Come on, we're leaving. Hang on one minute. I want to hear what happened to Minimat. Do I have to get my bat? I said we're leaving. That's it. One more stop for you two. And I'm sure you guessed it. The bowling yard. Climb in. The time is almost up. Spirit, before you show us that, just answer this one question. Are these the things that will be? Or or the things that might be if we don't open our present? All right. You asked, so I'm going to give it to you straight. God knows. And And only God God knows. knows. And here is our only hope. Good fruit comes from good branches that are connected to a good root that's in good soil. That root is Jesus, God's Son. So you better open up that present Jesus sacrificed on the cross for your failures, for your sins, for you will be planted. It's your choice. You can either be fruit or fertilizer. Got it? Fruit or fertilizer. Your choice. Yeah, that was the voice of Vinnie Menino as Guido Gasket, as I will always, always remember that particular episode. It was such a joy to work with him. And that, you had to be in the studio with Vinnie to record something like that, to fully appreciate all the gifts that, that he really had and um, his sense of humor, et cetera. We have actually one of his hospice folks, Misty, is on the phone with us. Misty, you didn't get to know Vinny until a little bit later in life. No, I uh, met Vinny a little bit before his wife died, but then I started visiting after uh, Nancy passed away, and uh, I really value the visits and the uh, friendship that we built over the last few years. Yeah, I know that, that that you were like a lifeline to him in so many different ways. I would hear from him every time I saw him, well, you know, Misty visited me. I'm hoping Misty's going to visit me. <laughs> so, yeah, what would be your favorite Vinny story? Well, I, I was just not necessarily a specific story, but the fact that usually when I did visit with him, um, we usually closed our visit with prayer, and he would pray for me after I prayed for him. And um, that always meant something very special to me to know that um, he valued our friendship and he valued uh, people enough to carry them before the throne. Um, Vinny uh, was really a, a blessing. And I remember him singing one time. I played, uh, I, I did it my way on my phone one time for him and he was lying in the hospital bed raising his arms up singing the song along with it. It was so funny. <laughs> That's classic Vinny right there. <laughs> That's absolutely wonderful, Misty. Thank you for calling in and sharing today and um, You're and honoring our friend. God bless. All right. Well, we have another one of the hosts of Masculine Journey Radio with us. We have Andy Thomas, and I'm sure, you know, Vinny had a warm spot in his heart for Andy, didn't he, Sam? Oh, absolutely. Andy gave him a gift, which I'll let him share that, but... Uh, 
Boy, Benny always had it on him. He he would never let it go. It was every time I'd see him, he had it in his hand. Andy, welcome to the Christian Car Guy Show. I don't think you've ever been on the Christian Car Guy Show. Uh, I don't believe I have. Thank you. I appreciate it. And first of all, you guys are doing a great job of honoring him. Uh, some of the stuff I'm hearing is for the first time. So pretty impressive to just hear his legacy and what all went on with his life. I, I'm like uh, Misty. I only knew him for probably the last two or three years of his life, and I think he was had gone blind by at that time and, and had lost uh, one of his wives and, and shortly thereafter his, his other wife. And so when I, you know, the story about uh, the gift, there was a couple of times when I went out, I did a lot of travel in my, in my work and, you know, he would be on my heart because he would share and, you know, I know he was in a tough situation to where he didn't always have people coming and seeing him and stuff like that. And I wanted to give him something tangible to remember. So the first thing is I knew he was in love with the New York Mets and the Giants, but I went to a ball game uh, in New York and brought him back a baseball because I felt like he could put that in his hands and feel it and it would maybe bring back something from his past as a kid and stuff. So that was the first thing. But then I uh, had took another trip. My company's from Israel, and I went to the Holy Land and brought him back a wood cross, uh, olive, olive wood cross. And, uh, yeah, from what I think that's what you guys were talking about. It was just it meant a lot to him, and uh, I would go and see him, and it started out, you know, pretty light, uh, kind of like a, a yellow uh, wood type. Uh, and by the time, a <laughs> couple, couple months later, I mean, he had it in his hands, and the oil from his hands had turned it almost dark brown. I mean, he just had that in his hands, and, you know, that's the way that it should be, that, that the cross and and our hope for uh, our our future, our, our our time, and going to be with God should mean that much to us. But uh, hopefully that uh, was some kind of solace for him during his tough time. But he always kept the joy. There were times that he would get down, rightfully so, in the situation. But I think we encouraged him as a team, as that's what we're to do to, for one another. And he would come back. And what I think was really a testimony of his good, um, of just his... Um, where he went he was in a very difficult situation and he opened up and and had a ministry there his nursing home and was ministering to um quite a few of the uh you know the people there and it was just powerful to hear that because he kept the hope of them. Well, while i got you on the phone andy i'm going to play this you were there this day when we recorded this particular blind faith episode <laughs> which this is cla- okay. this is classic Vinny right here and Vinny, I know this topic for you was one that was one that you wanted to talk about because blind faith means something a little different to you sometimes than it does us. But then you also have a point about how often we all step out in blind faith. That's exactly right because I've learned since I'm blind, you have to have faith in that. How do you, how do the people that are being wheeled in for an operation, you know, they don't know who's in the operating room. They tell you to count to five. You can't get to four, and you're in there, and some stranger is going to cut you up, <laughs> you know, and, and do what uh, he's doing. That is blind <laughs> faith. That's what I mean by blind faith. And I found out that most everything that you do in your everyday life has to do with faith. The point <laughs> is that almost everything you can think of, there's faith behind it. And behind the faith is God. 
He's the one that gives you that faith. You may not understand it. Like I didn't understand it, I complained. Why did you make me blind? Why? You know, and I realized, you know, the old saying that God has a purpose for everybody here and we're on this earth and he's not finished with us until we go home. Well, he wasn't finished with me. He made me blind. I can't see the guys across the way from me here and I'm sure they're all ugly as they were <laughs> seven months ago. It's worse. It's worse than it was. Uh, there you go. It's worse. Uh, you know, I found out that there is a purpose for me, just like tonight. I haven't been here in six months because I was, I had some sight and I was managing. Now I have no sight. And I spend my days in bed thinking about God and thinking all the things that he has given me. And it comes to me in faith that I have in him. Eight six. We'd love to hear your Vinny story. We got Jim Graham is going to be with us next. Eight six six three four eight seven eight eight four eight six six three four. Truth. We got a. Oh, we're loaded for bear. So much more tribute to Vinny coming up. Stay tuned. Back to the Christian Car Guy tribute to Vincent Menino, our good friend, dear brother, um, which, you know, I kind of looked up Bible, I mean, Hebrew for brother this morning, and it's it's really a neat thing that it's an Aleph, which means under the Father, and and then it's a Het, which, which is sort of like, and, and Jim would know this, who I have on the phone, which we're going to get to in a minute, but it it's kind of like part of the family, like part of being married to in, in, in so many different ways, it's, it's that close a brother is and which Vinny certainly was to those of us, um, that have had a chance to share today. But I wanted to go back to Caleb, our, our youngest, um, part of the show today anyway, but Caleb's, you know, you're in your twenties now. Oh yeah. Um, it's been a, been a long journey since I was 16 years old, but you know, I think, I think I was 16 when I first met Vinny and it was at a a masculine journey men's retreat and one of the things that me and Vinny really bonded over uh, was my journey playing high school and collegiate football and so one of the first stories I remember um, about Vinny we were just having a conversation just sitting outside and you know he asked me what position I played and so I told him I played offensive line and he said back in the day that he used to play football and I said okay well what position did you play he said well you know how they have wide out as in wide receiver he said, I played left out, as in left out of the game. <laughs> I said, well, you know, that, that's an interesting position there, Vinny. That's absolutely wonderful. We have Jim Graham, who, you know, loves Hebrew very much. He probably could go on and on about the word brother with us, but and he was a brother and is our brother, isn't he, Jim? Yes, he is, and I'm not, and I'm not going to go on about brother. But other than the brothers we're talking about today, I did not know Vinny as well as the rest of you. And I'm hoping if you haven't already told the story about changing his name, you will. Because when I was introduced, 
I was saying this is Vincent. And I tried very hard for a couple of months to call him Vincent, but it never really worked. Uh, one of the things that impressed me is, even though he was blind, nine out of ten times when I'd walk in the room, he'd say, is that Big Jim? And it would be. And it made me feel special from the word go. And I have, uh, I don't think I've ever met someone in my life that was more authentic than Benny. He'd <laughs> yeah. laugh, he'd cry. I mean, you always do exactly where he stood. And that is almost unique. And I was going to suggest, uh, I remember the name of it, the, the, uh, if you're going to talk about cars, I, I think Benny was a tucker. One of a kind, unique, ahead of his time in many ways, and a wonderful guy to know. And he was right. He's closer to God than any of us are on the show today because he's with him now. So. <laughs> That's so right, Jim. Thank you for calling in today. God bless you. Looking forward to seeing you Tuesday. We've been missing you. I'll be there. All right. <clears throat> well, as we talked about, we need to mention the Jesus Labor Love Car Repair Labor for single moms, widows, and families in crisis. And as you might know, we're in a crisis. And as a result of that, we, we, we really have more applicants than we can meet the needs for. And I know everybody has a lot of needs right now, and I'm just asking you to pray for us along with your other prayer things that, that think about you know, how we can meet the needs of the people that desperately need transportation under these times. And uh, <clears throat> think about that ministry as you're going. And that, by the way, was one of the places that Vinny really shined. Um, <clears throat> he loved to to take part in those kind of things. And in helping out single mom, he he started the soup kitchen at the Methodist Church. I mean, he he did the Shamrock Run for his Catholic church. I mean, so many different things. And actually, those of us knew this. He was the Grand Knight for the Knights of Columbus in in his area. Um, you know, so I used to tease him all the time about being the Grand Poobah. You know, because <laughs> <laughs> I never missed an opportunity for a dig if it came for Vinny. But we were. Um, you know, it was it was one of those neatest things. Well, I happened to have the last show. We, Sam, you got you want to tell them a little bit about how to set this up? We don't have a lot of time. Yeah, it uh, it was a show in which we just talked about bringing Vinny back in. One of his good friends, Murr, was going to bring him, and we talked about the topic of finishing strong. Yeah, this was just back in August. I'll tell you, I don't know if uh, this is appropriate, but it was. You know, yes, what got me started? One word, Rita, my wife. For 42 years. It was that simple. You can't lose somebody that you love for 42 years. That's what got me started into being with Christ and Jesus and turning my life around. As Robbie said, we did a lot of good things, me and Robbie. Together, Shamrock Run, a bicycle, international bike race, so many things. Built the church. Yeah, we built the church. Finishes strong. That's a good same, and you must finish strong. You must. As Jesus says, I'm here. Open your heart. Open the door. Let me in. And the best thing you could do is let him in. And then you know that the ending days you will be loved by Jesus and the Father. 
and our mother. That may sound simplistic, and I mean it to be simple. How hard is it to feel love like I felt for my wife, Rita? Jesus has given it and offering it to me. What a dummy I would be if I don't accept it. Oh, some of the days are hard. Some of the days are hard. Uh, a lot of the days get hard. But I sit and I pray. I've given a, a verbal biography here. I don't mean to, guys. That's great, Vinny. Go ahead. And now we start a, a new journey at 86. Blind? As I tell people, how do you know what it feels to be blind? You say you know, but you don't. I'll tell you, I don't know if... But, Sam, we all know he wasn't yet 86, because one of the biggest mysteries in life (laughs) was how old is Vinny? (laughs) Now, I tell you what I have is his birth date, and he gave me that, you know, when we set up his site on on Ancestry, but but that's, that's what we have. But we actually have here Vinny's last words on the radio. It uh, it was a powerful day for us, and gosh, we miss Vinny so much. I just didn't want to lay in that bed and feel sorry for myself. I just didn't want to. Go ahead, we got time. I wanted to help people, as Morrow was doing. It, it sounded like we were in the Mask on Journey show, but it did. <laughs> instead we're coming near to the end of the Christian Car Guy show. But, you know, that really, his last words were so much of what Vinny's life was about. Yeah, he always found ways to help people. It didn't matter. You know, he would say he was done, and then all of a sudden he'd be helping somebody else do something else. And even from the standpoint that, that uh, Andy shared, just giving up and giving testimony at the facility he was at and being part of a ministry there that Murr helped him uh, set up and the young lady that was there and just uh, how much he was able to love on others no matter what was going on with him. And Caleb, I remember him, <clears throat> you know, Sam did a, what did you call the ceremony where he got his, he, he, he stood up and spoke at that. Yeah, my coming to age for my 16th birthday. Um, and, and that was awesome to hear, just the words and uh, him open up his heart for somebody that I thought I didn't know that well. Yes, a tribute to Vincent Menino. If you go to ChristianCarGuy.com, you can get the Caleb. I mean, you can get the Caleb or the podcast of the show. <laughs> or you can check out many articles about the Jesus Labor Love or podcasts of previous shows. Christian Car Guy Theater, if you want to listen to all of that Christmas Corolla, it's all there at ChristianCarGuy.com. We're so grateful you spent time with us sharing the life of our friend. Now, remember, slow down. Jesus walked everywhere he went and got it all done in 33 years. And let me also say that Peter, when he got out of the boat, he didn't need to be looking at the storm. He needed to be looking at Jesus, and we know Vinny is doing that right now. 